Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Bryce and Keith uh, talk to each other. This is not a regular episode. Stalling for time. Of, yeah, yeah this, that's what this episode is. Uh, we are trying to buy some time. Also, my name's Keith. My name's Bryce. And we're both your DM today. <laughs> we're both, <laughs> we're both uh, expositioning today. Yeah, we are absolutely buying time. It's been two weeks since the Dungeon Boys episode. We've had some struggling with, uh, with scheduling. We had some struggles with scheduling. Uh, part of it's my fault because my week nights are messed up, and the rest of it's Josh's fault because he's on him and uh, his wife Melissa are on like convention season doing art and stuff. So, um, also that sentence just sounds very, very cool. You know, he's doing art, and he, his, yeah. his 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 time is full of conventions and art stuff. That sounds very, uh, very, I don't know artsy <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about it just makes it sound like that's what they do completely which oddly I wish enough they... we totally could have done dungeon boys right but we didn't know that we could have done dungeon boys so we were not prepared yeah so really actually right now josh is what at home yeah i think so yeah darn it josh we know you're listening <laughs> just kidding we love josh and he, he's the reason we play Dungeons and Dragons. He got us turned on to it. But That's enough true. of that. That we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons today, are we, Bryce? No. We are probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may devolve into that. Like, hey man, you want to just roll some dice? <laughs> uh, no, we are going to have a candid conversation about uh, life and about. Hopefully, it'll be humorous to you. Uh, hopefully, it will be maybe insightful. And we want to talk about the way it feels to be curmudgeony 20-year-old old, old men. <laughs> uh, Bryce and I were having a conversation the other day about feeling old in our early and mid... Well, I'm not even in my early 20s now. I'm in mid-20s. I'm on the cusp of late 20s. He actually is old. I'm getting there. And then uh, Bryce, is, Bryce is, is early 20s, but we both feel like we're just getting old. Uh, and the way we want to kind of broach getting into that conversation and, and, and uh, marrying it to Dungeons and Dragons is that when you start to think about your own life uh, and you kind of can compare it to a Dungeons and Dragons world or video games or whatever else happens on Tank Media Games, uh, these other places are like escapes from reality. They are, uh, you can go to pl- play Dungeons and Dragons and you can be Bullschmack the, the warrior <laughs> or whatever. <Bullshmack. laughs> Try, just trying to make up a name. Uh, but you can go live his life that is exciting all the time. There's nothing boring about it. You want to be there forever. Uh, and you don't have to think about Bullschmack getting old or Bullschmack getting sick or whatever because there's always a way to fix that. There's magic yeah. in the universe that can, you know, roll back time or whatever. But then you leave that world, or you leave the world of Red Dead Redemption 2 where you're playing as Arthur Morgan, the cowboy who never gets tired, or you leave the world of God of War where you play a god among men. But you leave that world and you come back to your reality, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm just a semi-healthy 20-something with you know not a whole lot exciting going on in life, like a work-a-day job and... Uh, just, I haven't a, slain a dragon recently. I've never slain a dragon, <laughs> and it's it can be. I For think, those of you who are dragon slayers, please post in the comments. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> you, let us know what it's like. You probably don't need to listen to this. This <laughs> probably won't mean much to you. Um, but when you come back to reality, you can feel a little bit down. You know, the your imagination out there can get you into a little bit of trouble and thinking that everyone else out there is shooting cowboys and stabbing <laughs> aliens and whatever else, and you're the only person who's pushing paper or slinging hamburgers, which is not true. So Yeah, we had mentioned that before, that 
TV and the internet, everybody on the TV and the internet has enough money and enough time to do everything they want to do. Yeah. And I don't. Right. That is that is the general consensus. <laughs> and it hurts. It hurts. So using that lens is the way we'll talk about, let's leave the fantasy for a day. And let's just talk about what it feels like to be a 20-something American uh, in today's day and age. And just evaluate why it is that we just feel like we have been hit by the bus of age. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound about like what we're going to be doing today? The age bus. The age bus. It's actually full of old people, believe it or not. Because oh. some people just they roll into through their windshield <laughs> when they get hit. And the bus keeps rolling. Sorry, I was... Check, I had a text message come through. I don't know whether there are emergencies or not whenever I said I'm recording. So, nope, just not not an emergency. Just a, just a forgot that you said you were recording today. Uh, anyway, Bryce, we have a list of questions that we want to talk about, and we'll kind of explain the, the origin of them as we get through them. Um, but you have sent me a list of things we wanted to discuss. I have one or two that I wanted to discuss. Yeah. But... Uh, first, first of all, we've established that the two of us feel like we're getting old. Not I, in my personal perspective, it's not so much that I feel old. I feel older. I I see uh, far enough ahead that I see that the end is not that far yeah, off. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, we're not saying that we feel achy, like you yeah. know. We've got liver spots or anything like that. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's going to be a hike to get there. It, it, yeah. It's quite a ways off, but I can see it. It's more like we have crossed the threshold of acknowledging the fact that a lot of our lives are spent. Yeah. Right? And there's it's, it is absolutely finite how much life you have. You don't know how much you have. And it's a realization that you can turn around and see, like, man, that's a lot of life that we won't say it's wasted, of course, but you will say... Can't go back and redo that. That is yeah. that life is spent. There's no putting that toothpaste back in the tube, and there's a lot more toothpaste to squeeze out, maybe in front of us. So definitely want to be more careful with how we squeeze the toothpaste in the future. Exactly. Exactly. I love that toothpaste expression. I use it all the time. Can't put it back in the tube. Yeah. You ever tried? No. Well. <laughs> how do you think you do it? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I feel like a toothpick might be involved. Like you kind of like put some toothpaste on there, and, and then it's like you could get some toothpaste on the toothpick and kind of push it back into the hole, and then use well, and then swipe it out. It would take forever. If we're allowed to use tools, I would just go for a syringe. Bryce, you're tool-minded. That's that's why. Darn this bachelor's degree. What an idiot I am. <laughs> Syringe would work. Honestly, if you could just reseal the tube, you could just scoop it back up and, you know, yeah. pop the tube open at the back. That's true. I mean, really, a good rubber band would probably do you. You know, just open the back, put the toothpaste in, and strap the rubber band on the back. you got to hold it flat, though. Yeah. You'd have to hold... Why? Because it, the tube is flat. Well, no, I'm saying just release the back and squeeze it open kind of like a Capri Sun would look, I guess. I'm, I'm, the What I'm saying it would look like, imagine you turn a Capri Sun over on its on its top, then just cut that circle out. That's what I'm saying it's going to look look like. Yeah. Put the toothpaste back in, press it back together, wrap a rubber band around that, keep the seal in. Mm, okay. Or weld it back shut. There's probably some metal in that toothpaste tube, I guess. I don't know. 
Maybe an iron would like yeah. melt it back together. Probably so. Know. Well, this the podcast is taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the question is, when did <laughs> when when did you first feel like this? When did you first feel like you you realized that? When did you first realize life has been spent? When I started my job, yeah, and was setting up my four hundred one k. Ooh. Whenever I'm literally planning for when I'm done, and right. then I'm thinking to myself, "Man, I'm not gonna have a whole lot of money coming out of this." I'd like to set up some things that will get me like a passive income, like maybe stocks that pay dividends, mm-hmm. maybe uh, I, I don't know, I like rental properties, stuff like that, stuff that I don't have to do too much work, but I can draw money off of it. But prepping for the end is yeah. what made you realize, oh, uh, the end is coming. Yeah. Because then I'm thinking to myself. Well, that's not going to pay itself off until five years at least. Mm-hmm. And then I got, well, well, dang, I've only got 30 years to collect on it after that. Well, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the thing that bothers me the most about just the retirement thing, the idea of retirement. Yeah. It's like, man, waste, not, I mean, yeah, waste. waste your, some people waste their lives doing something that they don't want to do until they get old enough to enjoy some money that they saved up. That's that that yeah. that thought makes me feel old, dude. Like yeah. why? Like you use you want to. I think everybody wants to use their young body to do young things, you know, to do fun things. Yeah, cuz looking at I mean the soonest I could be making enough passive income to quit my job and retire would be retirement age pretty much. Yeah. And I just just the thought of it gets me all bound up. Just because yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't. Do you? I don't want to be that way. I don't want to ha- yeah. spend a life where you know all that. You look back and like look at all those spent, all that spent toothpaste of my life, and it just hit the floor. Like it didn't, it didn't brush a single tooth. It was just toothpaste shot at the floor. It so, was, it was used to brush other people's teeth. Yeah, exactly. Bryce, could you bring that mic a little closer to your I'm face? Sorry, I, feel I can, like just, I'll, I can I'll, lean closer. I'll eventually be louder than you, and I'll mess up this whole show. Hello. Nobody will want to know what, want to listen to it. Um, <laughs> I think I definitely it hit me really hard when I went past twenty five. Mm. I th- the other day when I turned mm. twenty six, it that's when it first hit me kind of hard because I I did I'd set up the whole. I set up the whole retirement plan and everything when I got to work. Yeah. But the whole time I've been at work, I've been pursuing other other things. I've been pursuing making videos. I've been pursuing making content and stuff like this, in the hopes that maybe one day it could be a thing that you know brings in money or whatever. Yeah. Um. So my eyes have been elsewhere. Like I know this. Hopefully, this government job is just a temporary thing. Um. So I don't. I think I was able to push back the thought. But when I when I when I breached twenty five and made it to twenty six, like the twenties are halfway over. Yeah. More than halfway over. I got my twenty sixth, twenty fifth, or twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and then thir- your thirtieth year is when you at the end of that you turn thirty. So I guess there's still five more years in my twenties. And then when you start thinking of it fractionally, you're thirty. At best, best case scenario, you're a third of the way done. <laughs> Yeah, best mm-hmm. case scenario, and I can assure you, I don't want. I don't think I'll live to a hundred. People in our family, I don't think, or my family, the two combined, nobody's gotten to a hundred. No, I don't believe so. 
maybe maybe modern medicine or maybe yeah maybe modern medicine will make sure we linger long enough to be uncomfortable for 20 years before we die that's true that's a podcast for another day yeah um but i don't want to leave you with keith likes euthanasia i don't i don't want you to think that that's not what i'm trying to say so let's go ahead and squash that real quick but yeah when i hit 26 the thought was man those 20s are halfway gone and i was listening to a song uh i think who was the singing yeah it was the avet brothers came out with another a new album and there's a song in there where this guy like part of the song says like um john is too old to still be in college or something like that and he says something bad happens and he's like he goes home and he watches the show and he sees on tv that the 20s are the prime of your life but he doesn't really feel like that's the case right now or whatever yeah. and just it made me remember like yeah the the idea of the 20s your 20s is supposed to be like exciting stuff you're a teenager and then you become an adult and then you can spend you spend your 20s enjoying them and having fun and then when you turn 30 you're over the hill or whatever and that's when yeah. adult life happens <clears throat> But then I look back on my 20s and I'm like, man, I started a really boring government job at 23. <laughs> I'm 26 now, so I've been there for three years. That's a third of the 20s gone. The first two years of the 20s were in college, and that was fun. But it wasn't like it didn't change my life so much to where the rest of it was amazing. And then, you know, the rest of my 20s is looking pretty good, but it's still, I don't have, the rest of my 20s, I don't know if I'm ever going to achieve those dreams that I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hit, hitting 26 was just the idea that, man, I am, there's a lot of life spent. Also, sometimes my knee hurts. Yeah. Why? Like, why? I don't do anything to you, knee. My knee makes like a clicking noise when I walk around yeah. a lot. My toes, I can crack them on command. Mm. That happened from soccer in high school, but still, it's just like you... You realize, man, I, 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 and there are people. There might be older people than us listening to this, and be like, "Well, these jagaloons are just talking. you, wait, boy." Yeah, just you. You don't understand. Like, I'm not trying to devalue anybody else's future or anything worse than what I've got going on now. Just trying to say that it is slowly becoming apparent that your body, your the resources of your body are finite. Yeah. And the time you have is finite. And there are things and dreams and uh, things that you want swirling around in your head that the longer you go forward without achieving them, the more of them you have to drop off. Yeah. And any major injury you get at this point, it sticks with you for the rest of life. That's true. Like. Especially after 25. They say you stop you stop making new stuff after 25. Yeah. Like you can break every bone in your body whenever you're 12 and you'll be fine whenever you're 30. Yeah. But. 25 you'll be feeling that every time it rains until you're 80 speaking of i think it's about to rain i got a, got a twinge in my knee oh man what else we got here so that's when we started thinking of this that's what brought us here let us know how no let us know how you uh, feel about this podcast and keith and i we hadn't well. discussed this before yeah but the other day we did find that we had both been thinking the same things mm-hmm and we needed something to put on the podcast, so we decided to share our thoughts with y'all. Sure. I don't know if we've broached this yet or if we've, we've touched this yet, and I, I think I have explained a little bit how it makes me feel, but do you want to unpack a little bit the realization that you're getting old? How does, how does that made you feel as a, a young man in his early 20s? It makes me really see that 
treadmill that society puts you on. Yes. That yeah. The treadmill where you get nowhere because everything takes money. There's mm-hmm. you got to have money to do anything. But I I don't like money. Like I just it just feels gross. I don't I don't like the thought of having lots of money. Yeah. I like the thought of having lots of things that make me enjoy life. Yeah. But the only way to get that is to get money. Ex- that, and that, because c- <laughs> at the end of every sentence, it has to be. But I gotta make, I gotta get the money to yeah. do that. And that's what I agree with you. That's where the TV and like you know imagination can ruin it. It's like you watch a show and they don't have you don't they're not even thinking about money. And jobs and government, everything like that. It is set up in the perfect man. Like they they have the system down to a T. Yeah. It is perfectly able to make anybody at any income work their entire lives to be able to have money at the end of retirement. Mm. Whether you're making $100,000 a year or $30,000 a year, you're still going to work from the time you're 20-something to the time you're 60. I would say that's not necessarily the structure. That that may be the idea that there's this this unspoken law that you somehow can't get away from is that your expenses almost always rise to meet your income. So like, right now, if if I were to jump up to making two hundred thousand dollars a year, if I didn't change anything about my life, I could save for you know a bunch more years. If I if I do right, I bet that could cut off some of that time to get to retirement as far as having enough money. That's but true. whenever you start making that much, well, oh, I can afford, I can get into a little bit bigger house or whatever. And but so that's the giving up the things that you want. Exactly, do. exactly. You got to give up you. You're right. So the system is perfectly designed from all angles, yeah. genetically all the way to governmentally. It is designed to break the human spirit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a much darker podcast than I thought it was going to turn out. That, Lizzie and I talk about that talk about this a lot, and hopefully by the end we'll, we'll get, be positive. But the the world is a dark place. Like yeah. there's nothing like it's not a good. I mean, there are good things in it. There are things we want, but, like, existence is... So there's a lot of work going around near where we're recording this. There's, like, trees being knocked down and explosions happening and all kind of cool stuff. So if you hear any of that, we apologize. But... Yeah, there was a proper explosion last time we mm-hmm. recorded. A, pro- a proper explosion. <laughs> Dinamite and all. <laughs> uh, but it is... The world is a... There's a lot more suffering in the world, and, of course, it's different you know my suffering is not the suffering of someone in a developing country but yeah. it's everybody experiences it seems like more pain than they do joy and so yeah i think whether you think it's designed that way or not the system can break the human spirit if you let it yeah but then at the end of the day the struggle against it is what makes it interesting sure i mean if everything was hunky-dory all the time you'd probably slip into some kind of depression at that point right that's true i guess it's just ingrained in humans since we've always struggled since the beginning like in the early times we were struggling mm-hmm. against disease now we're struggling against how are we going to have the pro- appropriate amount of fun with our lives before we yeah. die <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the appropriate amount of fun oh man but it's it doesn't take thinking about the process the treadmill doesn't take thinking about that long to get a little bit depressed by it. Yeah. Just, just the idea that 
because you do the whole you're growing up when you're a kid it's you know dream big you're, you're a little kid you know don't dream about being a welder yeah. dream about being an astronaut don't you want to be a cowboy don't you want to be a you know a big ceo or something i don't know like the dream big when you're a kid then you hit high school and you're like well you need to start thinking about college where you want to go to college well do they offer astronauting at at the local university uh well, they're not going to train you to be an astronaut there. You probably wouldn't it be make more sense to maybe be an engineer, or wouldn't it make more sense to do this? And then you start to lose a little bit of that joy. Not to say that being an astronaut should be everyone's goal, but then you hit college and you really realize, like professors will tell you, like, okay, you want to dream big, do what, do something big with your life, but also you need to consider that there are a limited amount of people giving out jobs, and you want to be one of the people that has you know the job yeah. in their hand at the end of the day, and so you make yourself more marketable. And you try to, uh, and your options really become okay. So fall into a fall into a normal place. Fall into a place that make yourself hireable, make yourself a normal worker bee, or just like the other cookies, or run the risk, follow your dream, and either end up like the five percent of those people who succeed, or the ninety-five percent who work food and bev until they're thirty-five or longer. You know, yeah, like. Not that again. I'm not put throwing any shade on that possible that th- that thing. If you're doing that, do that. You know, do do whatever. Follow your dream. Don't give up on those kind of things. I of all people, I'm a very. I think I'm a mild follow your dream guy. Yeah. I think, be reasonable. Follow your dreams in your free time. Fo- yeah. Follow your dreams, with you know to be be relatively reasonable with it. Like, for me, I can't follow dreams the way. Someone who's single with no responsibilities can like I yeah. can't leave Lizzie in the lurch. I can't. I want there are other things I want, so I have to be responsible. But what I'm saying is, is that once you get there, usually is a crossroads. You can either become a normal worker bee, or you can go headfirst into dream following and with knowing the risk that you may land headfirst on the concrete. Yeah. Um, and that sucks. Why? Like that. It sucks that that's the system. <laughs> it sucks that like there is. And even if you try to be the the worker bee, it's not a hundred percent. Like I'm not saying that the two options are take the safe road or take the dangerous road. Like both of them are dangerous. Yeah, I mean, if you were working food and beverage and Tasty Shake gets bought out by Burger King, then they're gonna need to let some Tasty Shake employees go. <laughs> Tasty shakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotta throw some humor into this show. <laughs> Let some of them tasty shakers go. And I also wish that, in hindsight, people tried to tell me as I was growing up. Yeah. But there was no way I was going to hear any of that. Yeah. I wish there was some, somebody would develop some curriculum for teaching children about how to manage your life in the future. Yeah. Because, like, in high school, I didn't even know about trade schools, stuff like that. That is that is a failure of our educational system. It, in high school, everything was either you can go into IT or you can go into business. We the and a lot of high school now is or just nursing. college. You you yeah. need to go to a four year university to be successful. Not true. Yeah. If everybody went to a four year university, there'd be nobody to make my breaks. Exactly. And I we, make breaks. Yeah. I need breaks. I need breaks. They're good breaks. And you make more money than me making breaks. I don't think I do. Yes, you do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I think you do. Or your your potential, you, you have a potential to make far more money than me making breaks. Um, but I work for oh, the yeah, government, you know. 
I get stupid over time. Yeah, he does. But yes, I also wish. So I keep notifications keep taking me away from the. But the, the stupid bullet amounts point. of overtime also keep me away from things I want to do. <laughs> yeah. If there was so a lot of people cry for it, give me an adulting class when I'm yeah. young, but that's not enough. I want someone. I want someone to teach. I agree to teach kids like this is what life will be. Like even if you have to like beat it into me, please just I will thank you in the end. Yeah. Let me know that I'm wasting time. But they're not gonna listen. No, we wouldn't have listened. I wouldn't have listened. I wouldn't have said like "f you teach" and like smoked my cigarette on the way out of the class. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would have probably like doodled while the person was talking. Um, just the because the. We're not the first people to think this way. No. It would be naive to for anyone for us to say, "Oh yeah, we're to have a novel thought." Some if someone would just think like us, the whole thing would be fixed. There are people who think that way. There are people yeah. who've tried this. Probably everybody. Yeah. Thinks to thinks of this in some capacity. But man, it's it, it, I don't think I think kids are doomed to end up at this point or later realizing, "Man, I've wasted my life." Quarter life crisis. Yeah. The quarter, there's a song that I've listened to by, I think it's um, Judah and the Lion. It's called Quarter Life Crisis. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's common. It's a, it's a common thing. Um, As we said. <clears throat> it is. It's kind of a, it's a crisis. Because this is when everybody is basically starting their life. Yeah. You start life, like the tutorial ends <laughs> yeah. a fourth of the way through the game. Exactly, and that's and that's another that's a reason that it hits you at this moment. Yeah. Is because there comes a point where you've always had something to look forward to. You've had okay, I'm in elementary school. I got to get to high school. High school, college, college. I got to get a job. Job. I got to get married. Some people may feel this way. I got to get married, or I got to find someone to spend my life with, or whatever. But once you get that full time job after college or after school or whatever, and life opens up before you, there are. People, I don't think people are emotionally or just intellectually equipped to, okay, now the rest of the 80 years of my life or whatever begins, and this is what I need. To, I need to make goals, and I need to try to achieve those goals, and I need structure. I need things. I need things to look forward to because for the first 20 years of my life, I've always had milestones to cross, but now there's not a milestone in front of me unless I put it there. Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of it too, is that you can just see, feel like, well, I've just been dropped into the ocean. And that's been important for me and especially, and Lizzie as well. Lizzie's had, I'm interested to see how she handles it actually, because she just recently passed her last milestone. Yeah. Which was cause, because she had college and then law school and then passed, study for the bar, then passed the bar. And now she's 26 years old. She's got the one more, which is like being, what's. There's a word for it where she gets like accepted by like a firm or whatever. Well, no, she's already she's working. She's already in the oh. working for a firm. She all, she just has to get sworn in. That's but that's, cool. but that's not a that's not a variable. That's okay. that's for sure. That's going to okay. happen because she passed the bar. Um, but even still, give her three weeks and then she's passed that one. And twenty six years old. There's not a single for our family. There's not a goal ahead of us unless we put one in front of us. We've got yeah. we, we've put kids out there. We've, we we put and a there's house no out defined there. goal like yeah the with college high school all that you're going towards that end mm-hmm. it it's gonna happen at the same time no matter what you do I mean, unless you get like unless truly held back up. or something <laughs> like that but it's going to happen 
the only thing you can affect is how it ends. Like, are you going to do well in school and it's going? Yeah. To, you're going to succeed at the end? But now there's, we don't have a definable milestone ahead of us, so they are something we can move forward and mm-hmm. back. Like, if it's something we don't think we can get it done in that amount of time, we yeah. push it back push rather it back. than just working harder. Because in school, if you didn't know if you were going to exempt your exams, you study a little bit more for those tests coming up towards the end. Yeah. But now you can push back exams. You can push mm-hmm. back that milestone. Yeah. And you can never have another one again if you don't want it. Yeah. Which is, I think, detrimental to humanity. Because we take the easy way out of, I'll do it later. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, There's still going to be a later. I think that's an interesting point we've we've un, we've unburied here is yeah. the milestone point is that that's part of the that's part of the confusion of adulthood is that everybody I've been given goals up until now and yeah. now I have to make my own and for yeah for Lizzie and I it's, our next goal is we'd like to to move into a different house we'd like to move into a house that we like so far we've lived in places that have been given to us for like free rent based on you know my jobs and based on um, having extra housing near my parents. Uh, but now we want to buy a house and move into that house and have something that we like, and that's a goal of ours, but we can push it back, or we can move it forward. Um, but it's something to achieve, and it feels... it feel, I don't know what I would necessarily do without some sort of goal. I've got, I guess, i got at least three goals. I would like to be a father at some point, and I would like to raise a good kid. Mm-hmm. I like to have a house that I like to live in, but a house is first. And I would like to somehow be able to make a living, somehow be able to make a living on entertaining people via the internet. That's a nebulous goal. Don't know where that ends, if it ends or whatever, but it's something yeah. to, to, to look for. And as a thought exercise, I've been thinking about this in preparation, you know, kind of removed those goals. And what is life? Like there's, I would have no reason to get up in the morning except to make sure that I had enough money to live the next day yeah. without a goal, without something to look for to achieve. And that with the with the milestones like college and high school, that's making me remember. I really wish that they would refine what you learn in school a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to know the quadratic formula. I've never used that ever again. Now, Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, I can. I know. I know how to find the sides of a right triangle now, and I've used that at work on occasion. But just I don't know what a gerund phrase is. I remember learning that, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. But if somebody had taught me how to like change the oil in my car, that's thirty dollars I don't have to spend every couple months or whatever. Sure. Uh, I wish they would have more classes that show you like a glimpse of what it's like to be in a working environment or just adult life so you can get a feel for what you want to do earlier on. Yeah. I think it's hard because we don't trust kids to decide what they want to do with themselves. Yeah. Like you could imagine from the opposite point of view, you're a burly man. You know, it doesn't take a burly man to change the oil in their car, but there may be, imagine the system was changed. There may be people out there who are like, I've never felt like I needed to change the oil in my car. You know, I wish they w- I wish somebody would have taught me the quadratic formula so I could have been a, you know, a math major. Yeah. You know, instead of wasting time on teaching me to change the oil. So I just my point is is that I wonder if the thought has been had and it's been decided that it's just too early to make that kind of decision. 
for kids. I don't know. But I mean, a math equation can be learned anytime. Like you can, you can learn it on the toilet. Like if you got your smartphone out, you could learn That's that. That's true. But I mean, like, I wish they would teach you more hands-on things. Yeah. Like, this is how you do it here. Take this. You do it now. Yeah. Or just simple situations to add to that that are going to happen in your adult life. Yeah. Like, this this thing is likely going to happen to you. This is how you deal with it, maybe. Yeah. And as you maybe there's more of that as you get into high school or whatever. But there's a lack. There's a lack in the educa- in the educational system, at least here in America. We don't know how it is wherever you may be. Uh, for prep- prepping kids, it seems, for the future. I... Oh, man. <laughs> but that also this conversation feels it makes you feel old. You know, the whole conversation makes me feel a little bit old in that, well, you know, 10 years ago I didn't think about any of this stuff. Yeah. I was just trying to remember how old napoleon was during (laughs) exactly (laughs) trying to remember what happened with waterloo um let's move so let's move let's make it more personal we got a question on our list says what do we look back on and wish we could do again with this new perspective with a new perspective on age a new perspective on getting older is there anything you look back on that you think man i wish i would have done that differently uh, I probably I, I wish I would have pushed to have gone to a public school instead like push more towards that Okay. because they do have a lot more of those opportunities and stuff to get like apprenticeships and things like that early on Um, not much like usually it's only either nursing or some kind of auto mechanics yeah that's about it something. yeah I wish I would have gotten into an environment more like that, and also, I wish I would have saved more money just yeah. here and there. Like, wish I hadn't bought like the the Hulk movie video game that I never oh, played. <laughs> yeah. Just all the th- little things that right. I never did anything with that I just wasted money on that could now be saved. And so to bundle that up, you just wish you had a better idea of what you would have been. Made, it would have made sense to spend your money on. Yeah. It and I, I wish I could have started planning a little earlier. Planning for? Future in general. Just. Do so you wish you would have hit this this blockade earlier? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> wish I hadn't taken a whole year of IT in college before yeah. I decided to switch to what I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Just because everybody told me there's lots of IT jobs out there you'll never be looking for a job but there's also a good many machinist jobs out there and there's not many machinists anymore right so so you showed those computer people yeah plug that into your calculator oh you can't because you died in a car accident because there were no brakes <laughs> nerd <laughs> oh wait there were brakes I made those uh, okay. my bad right. <laughs> depending upon the time at which this joke is said yes <laughs> Joke ruined. So, wish you would have spent less money on stupid stuff that kids spend money on. Wish Wish I would have consolidated my time to only, like, what I needed so that I could be more prepared for this moment in particular. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know the biggest one 
I have a fair amount of things that I would like to do differently, I guess. But the biggest one for me is I wish I would have, and a lot of a lot of my conversations will return full circle to what I want to do with life and how I would like to have a career in entertainment or whatever. But this is no different. I wish I would have realized that's something I would have wanted to do at the beginning of college or earlier. Yeah. I wish, so the first time I ever made a video and people laughed at it was in uh, senior year of high school. We made that. a rendition of Beowulf. We did a video of it. And I can remember standing in the classroom. We put the DVD, the DVD into the DVD player in the classroom. The video began playing and our teacher didn't watch it because she just had her face covered with laughter. She covered her face with a, a folder and laughed throughout the whole thing. Like she would watch a minute or two at a time and then she would just be like doubled over laughing at the stupid Beowulf <laughs> video we made. And not laughing like you guys are idiots, like laughing like you. that was really funny what you did. And somehow the universe decided, I can still remember a shot in it. I play, We said, Keith, you're the chubbiest one. It would make the most fun, make the most sense, or it would be funniest if you played Beowulf <laughs> because he was a strong hero. <laughs> I do remember the, uh, like, holding the severed head thing. Yeah. It was just there were a lot of... <laughs> standing behind the tree. Hey, I'll actually link that. I'm going to link that in the Discord, actually. What I do want to actually, that reminds me, the best place for you to ask questions and hang out with us and act like you could, exp- you could chat with me or Bryce in real time is to be in our Discord server. And you can find that if you go to Twitter, there's a pinned tweet on Tank Me- or at Tank Media Games on, on the account where you can get there. But I'll probably post that Beowulf video into the chat <laughs> just yeah. so people can see it. Um, but there was a shot where I was playing Beowulf. We had a, a knight's helmet on me. And I, we had a sword, and I like, there was a shot where I was supposed to just about to battle someone and push the sword at them, and it caught the sun at just the right, the just the right angle that the sword, the sword just exploded in light in the shot, and it was just the feeling of making that, and the feeling of my teacher, just someone has been so blessed by this thing that you've made. I wish I would have held on to that for longer, yeah. and I wish I would have held on to that. Bef- until just all the way through the rest of high school, all the way through college, and I think we would, I would be a lot farther along in that goal now, if I would have just like not said, oh that was fun, but I need to do a real thing. Um, I wish I would have watched more YouTube at the time. Yeah. Just to realize, like, hey, there are people out here who are respectable entertainers who are using this medium. Could have um, hopped on the train a little earlier. Yeah, exactly. Could have hopped on way earlier. Yeah which would have been great. So that's my biggest one. My biggest one is I just wish, and it's kind of the same thing. I wish that this thought of you only have one life and it's going to get spent no matter what you do. If you lay in your bed and do nothing, it's spending, It's you're, you're not pausing. You're spending time. And I wish I would have realized that earlier and been able to think, man, this is something that I really love doing. Giving people joy via this is something that I really like. I wish yeah. that I could have gone wish i could go back and change that who knows what would be different i don't hate my life now my life is perfectly satisfactory now i've got a wife that i love and you know we've got family that i care about and and we got this show we, we do stuff i do stuff it's not a bad life just i wonder what would be different yeah and a lot of those like the big like the big YouTube giants out there, they they are such because they started whenever the pool was small. Yeah, because a lot of times you look at them and you're like, man, you are not funny. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess with 
that you kind of see why everybody can't follow their dreams because there's just so many of us. Yeah. I mean, whenever you fill the astronaut pool, I mean, you can't send seven million astronauts into That's space. That's true. If only one in a thousand people wants to be an astronaut, that is still eight million people. Yeah. So uh, that is, I guess, something to discuss too. Is that so? So far, the conversation has been follow your dreams, and that's why I say reasonably, right? Reasonably follow yeah. your dreams. Evaluate who is doing your dream. You know, evaluate what your dream is, and make a determination. Well, is it feasible that this could happen? It is not feasible at this point in my life for me to be an astronaut without giving up everything that I know and love. Yeah, it maybe it's possible, but it's so so out there that unless that that's unless my blood sounded like Neil Armstrong when it flowed from my blood, I don't know. Unless unless I was full astronaut in my head, there's mm-hmm. no reason for me to try that. Yeah, but maybe I maybe I want to do some, and also I think I've. I'm, I'm t- touching on something else about dreams is that maybe widen the scope. Yeah. At first my thought was when I first thought about YouTube was I want to make funny skits that make people laugh. That's what I want to do on YouTube. It's not happening just yet. Brandon and I make a lot of skits or whatever. The The skit days of YouTube <clears throat> seem to be over. Yeah. So the idea is that okay, I really like doing those but maybe we need to broaden the scope of what the dream looks like. Maybe instead of, if it's my dream to be a race car driver, maybe not. Maybe you're not going to make it, but you can try. Maybe if you don't make it, maybe you can broaden that scope to, well, I'd like to do something with racing. You can be pit crew. You can can work with the race cars all day long. Yeah. Maybe even drive them, just not in actual races. And the pool of availability then becomes a lot bigger. Yes. The possibility becomes a lot greater that you could do that without... Of course, giving up your whole life to pursue a singular goal. And if you pass over skits and just go to talk shows or... Video games, all the different stuff that we're trying, you know, you kind of widen the blast. Exactly. So what we're saying is pursue your dreams with a shotgun, Mm. not with a sniper rifle. Not with the old pistol. Yeah. Pursue your guns with a shotgun. (laughs) Pursue your guns? Your dreams, whatever. I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) All I think about is shotguns and porches. (laughs) Yeah, I need me a rocking chair. Well, we were talking about what we wanted to change, right? That was what we were talking about. So that's the only big thing for me is what I wanted to change would be that. Um, I think I certainly would like to go back and try to maintain being healthier, I guess. I mean, I'm not unhealthy. I can you know, run fairly far and those kind of things. So I just, I've always been frustrated with the way I look. I wish I would have been more serious about that. But yeah. E- but even now, it's not like I've achieved that and I just want the time back. Like, I, I just wish that I was thinner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing is you really just have to push yourself to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just, like, let it happen. You, you have to... If you don't dive in and jump after it, you're gonna you're gonna end up waiting until yep. later to do it, and you're always gonna end up waiting till later. Mm-hmm. So if it's not gonna be something that's detrimental to you, I suggest you go out and do whatever thing that you have in mind is. Yeah. Like, don't 
say, well, I'll wait till I'm more prepared or start later. If it's not, if it's something that's not going to hurt you to start now, mm-hmm. at least try. Or at least not hurt you a lot. Yeah. There's a difference between hurt and discomfort, too. Yeah. I think a good example would be stream, the streaming that I do. Yeah. Like, I could have said, all right, I'm going to wait till Lizzie passes the bar, and then I'll quit my job and I'll do streaming full bore or something. Because it's not comfortable. Well, the only time I could do it would be early in the morning, and I don't want to wake up. It is a discomfort to me to wake up at 4 a.m. to play video games. I like playing video games. It's just the waking up at 4 a.m. I'm always tired because I get like five to six hours of sleep at night, and I I like to have more than that. Um, But it is a sacrifice that I'm willing to make in pursuit of those things because I I knew the same thing. If I don't do it or try it, it's not going to happen. And so people say, why do you wake up so early? Like, why? I, I rise and grind, baby. That's what we do. Like, if you work in the food industry, yeah. like, let's say you work at Burger King, but your dream is to open your own Tasty Shake, um, then... It's a callback. Go ahead, and when you get off your shift, do your research and all that stuff that you need to know about opening your own Tasty Shake. Don't put it off because you say, well, I just came off a shift. I'm tired. I deserve. Yeah. I deserve my sleep. Yeah. You're gonna say that every day because you're gonna keep working that job until you've done what you need to do to open the tasty shake. Yep. So don't don't put it off until later because later is already here. Also, we're not qualified to give you any of this advice. By the way, we're yeah. we're not psychiatrists. We just been living no. life. Yeah. So this is living life and seeing how it passes by. Yeah, exactly. It's also. I think based on what I just said as well as what you just said and coming from it, the point, the point is another thing that makes you feel old is looking at people who are younger than you Yeah. and thinking like, I do have advice for you. I could tell you things. If you would listen to these things that I say, your life would improve. Oh yeah. Like seeing people who are on like TV and stuff, like actors that are like 18 years old. I'm like, yeah. wow. They could do anything they want now. Mm-hmm. And they probably won't because they might blow it. They've been in that one movie and now they have more money than I'll ever have in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And they'll still complain on their Instagram page probably somehow. Yeah. that That's a little bit angering. Yeah. Um, so that kind of brings us into yep. what, like, you go ahead and read it. You you have it right there. It looks like you we have here, how does seeing people who don't understand yeah. yet make you feel... Understand yeah. yet. Understand yet. How? Because everybody's going to hit. Yet. Yeah, everybody's going to hit this. You're going to hit that wall, and you're going to go, "Well, crap." Um, so how does it make you feel, Bryce? You you take the lead on this one. I've started everyone. <laughs> I feel I have a complex where I don't feel like I know as much as maybe I do. I have mm-hmm. a complex. It seems that I I struggle to give advice because I know there's always someone out there who knows more than me. Yeah. Like I feel like, well, why would you take my advice when you take someone else's? And that's a that's a me problem. But that is a good quality to have is the preparedness to be wrong about something. That's true. So, um, don't be arrogant. That yeah, so. please don't be arrogant in giving advice. Nobody likes that person. So maybe I err on the other side of it. Yeah. I err on the likability side, maybe. But it can be tiresome. It can be frustrating to see. You know, people who just don't don't get what you're learning now. But also, yeah. it's sobering to remember, like, I was the same way. Like, mm. I'm not going to look at someone and say, like, you're stupid because you don't realize you're getting old, you know. But there are some, there are some people that I do take aside. 
like uh, Brinley and Bailey, whenever they come to the youth group and all, and some of those other like young people in there, I talk to them. They don't listen to me. Yeah. But I talk to them about the like we said earlier. Just it's not gonna stick. Yeah. Not yet. Like I've talked. I was talking to them the other night about like I'm not gonna be the kind of person who tells you you're just a middle schooler. Your problems don't matter. Because yeah. you're a middle schooler and you have middle school problems, therefore your problems matter because you're in middle school or you're in high school, right? Yeah. You're you're a high schooler with high school problems, just like I'm an adult with adult problems. Why do my problems get to have validity when yours don't? That doesn't make any sense. You're a high schooler, you have some silly thing that's going on. It's silly to me, it's not silly to you. Yeah. Your problems are real. It has personalized validity. Yeah. But like, who's dating who in your 8th grade class does not matter to me. Exactly. And that's what I was telling them is that one day, just like me, you're going to look back and think, what a waste of time. Yeah. Like, what a waste of time it was to be concerned about, you know, Billy not texting me back or whatever. But right now, it doesn't feel good. Right now, it is a real problem to you. And I'm not going to tell you that's not, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to take away the validity of that problem. But I just want to let you know that one day, I promise you will look back on it and you will think, man, what I've wasted time. I could have been doing anything else yeah. besides crying over that kid with the mullet, you know, <laughs> which are apparently coming back. Apparently. So I've seen a couple. That's how it makes me feel. When I see someone, when I see younger people who are younger than me, at least, who are stru- who just don't seem to get this is not important, think about important things, I'm, I'm halfway in between. Like, I get it. I know you're having an issue, but I promise you one day you're going to look back and you're going to think, I wasted time thinking about that. Ooh. He's yawning, boys. Uh, my bad. <laughs> um, I agree totally, and that's pretty much my exact point is just you, you want to just, like, shake them yeah. and be like, hey, just wake up. <laughs> wake up and smell the the end. Yeah. <laughs> the end is nigh. <laughs> Ring the bell, throw, exactly. the, throw the book at them. But you can't you can't ask them to separate themselves from their current life and live life as an adult starting yeah. now. Like, because you said their problems are valid to them, but they will not have any impact later on. Right. So, I don't, I don't really know what much more there is to say on yeah, that. Yeah, it is, it is just, it's another it's another marker of feeling like you've gotten some age on you to think about, uh, to think about people who are younger than you, or even people who are older, honestly, people who are older than you who don't seem to get it yet. Yeah. Like, why are you wasting your time on this? That's a lot more angering to me. Yeah. Like, people who just get, they get caught up on themselves a yeah. lot of times. I guess... We don't have any right to tell people what they should do. Like, if 20-year-old people are obsessed with the Kardashians and keeping up with them is the yeah. number one priority on their list, I have no right to tell you that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a smart decision because it's a such a transient thing. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. You're living your life. Mm-hmm. You're living that dream that you want. So yep. I guess that's an attainable thing, and you've attained it. That's true, and that's an important thing to remember, too, is that at the end of the day, your what we want out of life is not what everybody does. Exactly. So it doesn't do any good to shake somebody who's content. Yeah. I and guess. Then the, the, the minute things that make you feel a little older a little bit more grown up like 
when I put a new key on my key ring, I feel like, oh, I have attained a new... It's like unlocking a new area in a video game. Level up. Yeah. Like, I've, I have attained something else. I've been entrusted with this. Yeah. Like, I have a key to the market in St. Matthews. I have a key to somebody's place of business. If I wanted to go in there and destroy everything, that place would go totally bankrupt. I, I've been entrusted with a key to that place. And I can go in anytime I want. Yep. Speaking of, someone broke into our studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a key to that, so yeah. it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It wasn't Bryce who tried. They kicked the door down, but they didn't take anything. They didn't steal our heater or our rat poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you hear the rat poop? Can you hear the rat poop? Bryce, I think this, is, this has been a good conversation. I want to attack one more before we tidy up. Ooh, which one? Because um, the, there's one that kind of seemed like it would end well. Okay. The last one? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Or did we ever hit the one that you suggested? Um, I don't know if we did. Uh, we don't have to. I might be able to add that in with whatever's left. We can. We might be able to hit that quickly whenever we're done. Hit me with the last thing you got written down. All there. right. How can you capitalize on your youth without risking your future? Mm, that's a good question. I think we've touched on it a little bit this yeah. whole time pretty much. And I think... Really, we don't know. We don't yeah. know without a shadow of a doubt if it's going to be successful. This is an open question. Y'all are yeah. welcome to comment and comment. give us your ideas. Yep. All of you in Discord, uh, you also let us know. And on every front. On every front. We need to make a world-sized think tank on this, on how to capitalize on your life in every instance. Yeah. Exactly, because that's the goal, right? The goal... Yeah. The goal is to never have a moment in your life that you that you would regret. That's everybody's goal, I think. Does does do you have the same issue as me that you go and go all day long and you're like, man, I can't wait till I can take a break, and then you take a break and you're like, man, I wish I had something to do. Yeah. There's there's always, I guess maybe it's just human nature that you always want what you don't have. Mm-hmm. I want to take a break. I want to have something to do. Where where does it end? Where when do when am I satisfied? Yeah, I guess never. I have a very big problem with because I play the games in the morning and then like I spend all day trying to mess with the Discord and stuff and I'm thinking, man, I want to play this game or I want to do this. I'm, I can't wait to get home and you know boot up the PlayStation or something or it seems like whatever I'm looking forward to doing once I finally get the opportunity, I'm thinking, ah, later. I don't really want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't. Yeah, I guess I think I think the human condition is that the grass is always greener wherever you're not. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a. I don't know if I have an actionable way to capitalize on your youth without you know without losing your future. Maybe that's what being old is: is just realizing that the grass is pretty much just as green anywhere else. Yeah. The thing, part of being old, part of the answer to the question is you can't win. You can't yeah. do it. There's no one on the planet. Who would tell you there's nothing they regret? Like even Jeff Bezos, who has to be, who has to have sold himself to the devil <laughs> for all of his billions. He's not going to tell you that there's there's nothing he regrets. Probably his life is probably not all, you know, flowers and roses because he owns a billion dollar company. You know, his his life yeah. is stressful despite being a cajillionaire. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I think you just try to enjoy enjoy your life. I think part of it is refuse to do more, refuse to work so hard that it jeopardizes all of your current happiness. Yeah. You're going to have to jeopardize some of it. I'm not happy when I'm at work. 
but no. I can mess with my Discord. I can listen to a podcast or whatever, and I can kind of exit there. But I know that that's a temporary thing. I've, I've made the determination that one way or another, I will not always be unhappy with my work. So I'm making an investment now to make sure I can achieve what I want to achieve. But I know that if there comes a time where I have to give up this thing I want to achieve, I will go and find a different job that I enjoy or tr- enjoy a little bit. And it's just a, maybe I'll be wrong about that. Maybe I'll never get there. But right now, I, ref- I just refuse. Categorically, yeah. I refuse to live that way. And that's going into your suggestion for a point of conversation. That is how we feel. Yeah. That is how this generation feels because we were taught that you have to, like like we said, we ha- you have to go to a four-year college to do anything. Yep. You have to get either a nursing business or a law or whatever degree. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't how the previous generations grew up. Like most people didn't go to college a couple generations back. Mm-hmm. So how do you think adulthood made them feel or the idea of getting older? I may be wrong, but I feel like part of our problem too is that we are confronted with this even maybe earlier because we have the internet. Yeah. I can see, and that's, we have the internet and TV, and I can see everyone in the world living a life that's amazing, and mine isn't as amazing. Yeah. And the only reason you see that is because they only put the good stuff on there, right? People only typically put the good stuff on the internet. As well as TV, like, it's not fun to watch. It wouldn't be fun to watch Sheldon work all day at his job. Yeah. I don't like The Big Bang Theory. I think it's a bad television show. As do I. So, I but, like Crazy Rich Asians. They, they didn't make the moderately wealthy Asians yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you like Big Bang Theory, that's fine. It's just not, I'm not into it. Um, I laugh far less than the uh, live studio the laugh, audience. Yeah, does. the laugh track. Um, I did air quotes around the live studio audience. For just those, to let you know, listeners. Those out there. What was I saying? Oh, because we can see it all. Yeah. We see everything, so we are always in com- are comparing our lives to someone else's. I don't know if they had that back in the day I no. think I think it felt more like you were doing what you needed to be doing all the time I think whenever you were 25 and you were working in the steel mill or whatever but do you think that helped to to feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing or I don't know I don't know I mean I can't speak for those past generations that's true but the amount of time that I didn't have old I don't have old people telling me Man, you're you really need to follow your dreams or you really need to like, don't waste your life on a regular day job. I feel like that's a little bit of evidence to the fact that they didn't feel that way. Yeah. Does that make any sense, I guess? Yeah. Uh, but like you said, I think they get to that at a later point. Yeah. We encounter it much more early on. And we are stunted by our generation's instant gratification. True. Because retirement is not an instant gratification thing that's something you got to work towards for 35 years or whatever Mm -hmm. so to to us that is a we're going from something where we want something and we have it you can go on amazon you can get Mm -hmm. whatever you want free shipping in two days credit card you can buy you can have you can spend money you don't have yeah buy it you, you can pay for it later but you can't have the future you want now. 
You can't. Yeah. You, you have to work towards it. So you're going from instant, like literally instantaneous gratification, waiting no more than a day for anything you want, to waiting the rest of your life, basically. Yeah. And that hurts. Yeah. Whether it's wrong or not, it hurts because we have that. So... I don't know. I don't know if this podcast ends with a, with a positive note. I think the positive mm. note is just like I be don't, aware. My advice is my advice, which is is the is the thing I'm trying to do is I'm wonder I'm trying to refuse to sacrifice all of my current joy for future joy. Yeah. I'm happy to sacrifice some, but it will not be all of it. Yeah. I I don't think there's a number you put on it, but I think if you are currently at a point where there is nothing joyful in your life. There has to be a change. Now you may say, well, I can't. There's nothing I can do. And maybe there's not. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. But maybe there's a way you could... Maybe there's a maybe there's a thinner wall somewhere on those four that are closing in on you that you can kick through with something. Yeah. And I, I hope that's the case. I think it usually is the case that there's something that can be done to make you happy, hopefully. Um, but if you're struggling real bad, let us know. We'll see if we can help you out somehow. We don't have money, but we can talk to you (laughs) (laughs) give you encouragement Keith's a very encouraging person try to be so that's us solving the world's problems so you good (laughs) everybody good out there alright cool sounds good Bryce this has been a blast I've enjoyed it yeah Um, we'll see you when we hit 40 still pretty dark yeah (laughs) we'll have another show like this whenever we hit 40 years old (laughs) man I don't know what those morons are talking (laughs) about how stupid were they? They didn't know nothing about getting the old out of my hip. Forty. Forty's a new thirty, dude. Forty is nothing. It is. There's, I mean, people are capitalizing on their older age now. They are. And that's like uh, people at work. Like there's guys twice my age who are just finishing up school, which I've already done. Like they're going True. for the same degree as me. Like yeah. a two-year machining degree so also i think here's another piece of advice for us because we are making the realization that a lot of joy will come at the end of life with freedom and whatever you with retirement those kind of things we're talking about you know guys twice your age going out and do something maintain your body yeah try to you don't now I'm not. I'm telling you this as someone who is who is verifiably not the correct weight. I'm overweight. I I could I could stand to lose a few pounds. You know, both of us could stand a few lose a few. But if you can remain, if you can keep your body relatively healthy, you can still play with your kids at 40. You know, yeah. or you can you can run that marathon at 40 like some people out there are doing, or you can you can be available to do fun things. That well, you know, I didn't have the chance to own a boat and water ski or whatever whenever I was twenty. But yeah. now I'm forty and I have a boat and I've been able. I'm healthy enough to where I can still water ski, and so I think that's important. Nobody I think can it's buy me a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thought too. Is that I'm I'm gonna try to do that with you people. Yeah. This has all been pretty much self gratification. We're 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 talking this out for us. Yeah. <laughs> As we said, there's no way we can we can tell people this. We can't tell them what to do with their life. We can't tell them that what they're doing now is wrong or yeah. right. <laughs> we can't explain that you're getting older. <laughs> you have to realize that for yourself or it's not going to actually set in. Yeah. So this has been for us, and we appreciate you listening. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to go curl up on the floor and wait for death. (laughs) But no, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, go to Twitter, and you can find that pinned tweet to join our Discord. Um, There's a Dungeon Boys channel that you can put all your Dungeon Boys stuff in if you want to hang out there. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes if you feel like it. Um, Comment on YouTube if you're listening to this on YouTube if you feel like it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Um, But thanks so much for uh, hanging out. And Bryce, of course, thank you for being here and having the idea for this episode. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, hopefully next time you hear us, it'll be Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Y'all are going to like my one shot. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, it's coming up. Hopefully, if you're out there, you're going to like it. Uh, But we'll see you then. Uh, Please remember, more than anything else, that we love you very much. Bye.